is ready for the 2-2 to Woodson, and here it comes. And it is swung out and missed. And Tom Browning has missed a perfect game. Welcome to the inaugural. That means first, Ed. Thank you. Show of the Pardon the Punctuation podcast, also known as the Aaron and Ed Show. Or the Ed and Aaron Show. It's still up for debate. We'll, we'll see how this all shakes out. It's a pretty sweet name, isn't it? I mean, it took us way too long to figure out what we were going to go with. Yeah, we were going to start this a month ago. A month? A month? No. It was before Christmas, dude. Oh, I yeah. think you got some of this stuff for Christmas. <laughs> we were also going to start this about an hour and a half ago. Well, I mean, at least we're starting. Yeah, that's true. Hey, you want to give a quick overview of what we want to do on this show? I mean, we're kind of going to do the same thing that we do from time to time on the phone, where we just sit and BS about Cincinnati sports. Um, you'll probably see some pop culture references thrown in there. And I can imagine that you'll probably see things like Ed not knowing what words mean, Ed not knowing how to spell things, Ed not knowing where periods, commas, capitalization, predicates, subjects, nouns, those kinds of things go. Basically everything we learned in school. So grammar is clearly not his forte, but I think we'll all get through it together. But that's why I have text messaging. How's that work for you? Cause it doesn't work. I no. can imagine uh, a time yesterday that it actually didn't work. Well, that was voice to text. <laughs> yeah, and there was no punctuation. You actually have to state out the punctuation. I just found out, yeah, you have to say exclamation point. Period. Period. Comma. Who uses commas, though? I mean, people who have long sentences. And yours was a very long <laughs> sentence. That's true. So, in any case, um, we thank you for listening. Um, we hope you enjoy the ride with the two of us, because um, it's it's going to be a bumpy one. Yeah, this first one uh, is going to be probably a little ridiculous, but we'll get it going. So, one thing we do want is, as you're listening, please uh, feel free to hop on to our Facebook page and leave any comments that you like that can help us out in either things that you heard that we could work on and fix, um, things that you heard that you think could add to the podcast with some of your own ideas, um, any kind of segments that you might want to hear, and you know, hopefully we can grow this thing together because I know I can think I can speak for both of us when I say that we're both really excited to finally get this project up and going. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. And um, I've got the Facebook page up already. I'll work on a Twitter. Maybe we'll do an Instagram. We'll see if anybody wants to see us. Yeah. So if you want... No, nobody wants to see us. (laughs) That's why we're on the radio. (laughs) So, in any case, um, it is free agency eve for the NFL. And I don't know about you, but I am super excited, seeing as the Bengals have already made their very first move, and that was bringing a left tackle from the Buffalo Bills into the fold by the name of Cordy Glenn. 
I just found out about this. We did, <laughs> we did uh, swap first round picks. So rather than picking at 12, we're going to be picking at 21 now. And uh, Buffalo kind of did us a favor. I like to think this was a little bit of payback for us getting them into the playoffs. I don't know if you remember how that all shook out. but I remember there was chicken wings involved. There was chicken wings. They did send a pile of buffalo wings. I would hope they weren't actually from buffalo wings because I like to think they do things a little bit better. But if I remember correctly, it was from a local joint that they had there in uh, Buffalo. And now they've sent us this Glenn guy. They did send us Cordy Glenn. He's had a little bit of injury history uh, over the last two years. He is 28, I believe. Which gives us plenty of years of uh, some some wear and tear. A bit younger than uh, the position players that we lost a year ago in uh, Whitworth. Yeah, he's 28, uh, 345 pounds, 6'6". Six, six. Big boy. He went to Riverdale High School and then the University of Georgia. Well, we do like some Georgia boys. We got A.J. Green. And Geno Atkins, both from Georgia. I got a Geno autograph over there. I don't know how that helps us out. Doesn't. Getting to the playoffs. Doesn't. <laughs> uh, in any case, though, like I said, I mean, uh, bringing this guy into the fold uh, does seal up the left tackle position that we have had a glaring need for since Andrew Whitworth took off for the bright lights of L.A. See, I heard that we had a chance to bring Andrew back. I don't... Where'd you hear that? James Rapine? Is there any validity to that? No. Not at this point, especially. I mean, we got Pollock, this new offensive line coach, in, and this is the first big splash that he's made. So some of the other moves to watch out for here in the next couple of uh, days, especially. Uh, Russell Bodine is a free agent, our center from last year. And uh, there was chatter of us re-signing Andre Smith back. No, I heard today we're not doing it. Well, even earlier today they were talking about bringing him back, but once this whole Cordy Glenn deal was done, signed, sealed, delivered, yeah, I don't think he's uh, going to be one of those players back at this point. Um, not unless he, you know, hangs out in free agency for a while, and maybe some of the other moves with the draft and with other free agency, if some of those things that they had planned out don't come to fruition, he has been down this road before where he's ended up coming back to us and ended up back in the fold. Yeah, fun fact, he wasn't with us two years ago. No, that's because he was in Minnesota. (laughs) That's about all I know about free agency. (laughs) Do we still have McCarron? No, uh, McCarron is currently a free agent. Uh, at, at least as of midnight tonight, I guess, as none of the players can actually sign. Because this then. is the um, the eve. This is where you're allowed to legally, illegally talk to players. Something like that, yeah. That's Unless you're Magic Johnson, who can't seem to figure out when it's okay to legally, illegally talk to players. He's Magic Johnson. He can do whatever he wants. So, yeah, um... Some of the places that A.J. McCarron isn't going to land, in my opinion, as of now, not going to be Minnesota, clearly, as they've now made a move for Kirk Cousins. It's not going to be Denver, as they've now made a move for Case Keenum. It's not going to be Arizona, as they've made a move for Sam Bradford. And the Jets are inking a deal with 
Teddy Bridgewater. So what places do you think that leaves for A.J. McCarron to end up? Wouldn't it be something if he went to Cleveland? It doesn't make sense. They already they just got Tyrod Taylor. They've got multiple quarterbacks, and they play a new one every week. I mean, they have played about 852 quarterbacks since they became a team again. But think about it. They were supposed to trade him to us. Or no, we were supposed to trade him to them for a draft pick. Until they did the most Cleveland Browns thing ever and messed up the paperwork. Yeah, but what if it works in their favor and now they could just get them for no draft picks? I mean, that's... Again, they, they gave up a third-round pick for Tyrod Taylor, and I'm struggling to see how it makes sense for them to bring in this guy, especially if they pick at one and four, and they're looking to get their quarterback of the future at number four. For AJ, If I'm A.J. McCarron, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me to go to a team who's essentially just renting me. They're not going to be... They're, like, they're not making the deal for long term. That's not going to be where I end up for you know, the longevity of my career. Well, it's 9-19 on March 13th, 2018, and I'm saying he's going to Cleveland. I'm saying he's going to Buffalo. He's going to take that spot of Tyrod Taylor. That's fair. Fair enough. Is there any chance we get the Northwest boy over here in Cincinnati? I don't know what his free agency status is at this point in time. For He's those, a free agent. For those of you who don't know what Ed's talking about, I'm going to let Ed give you a little bit of background information on the Northwest boy. Well, Preston Brown uh, went to Northwest High School, then went to Louisville, and is now the linebacker with the Bills. Um, for those of you who don't know, we're both proud Northwest High School alumni, so it's kind of cool to see one of our own fellow alumni from the high school that we went to doing some big things in the NFL. Yeah, because nobody does big things in sports from our high school. No, I mean my... Except for J.C. Phelps. My senior year, we were 0-10. I don't remember my senior year. Football. I don't remember. Makes me happy I was in the choir. (laughs) I was in the band. (laughs) But yeah, he's a good friend of my brother's. Um, He says he wants to come here, so... Well... Maybe he should be making those phone calls much like Richard Sherman did when he was a free agent because... Who's no longer with his team. Correct. He he did leave Seattle, but they, they cut him. How does Michael Crabtree feel about that? I mean, if I'm Michael Crabtree, I'm making sure I have all my chains locked up because he's still got to see him twice a year. <laughs> Don't let this guy... Oh, man. That was a keep to leave. <laughs> Not Richard Sherman. <laughs> He's gone, too. Yeah, he 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 did leave. I know more Denver. about other teams. And Where did a keep to leave end up? I can't remember. What's, we have this cool thing called the internet. Oh, he went to L.A. Yeah, to go with Andrew. So he is going to actually have to see him twice a year still. Watch those chains, Michael Crabtree. <laughs> Watch those chains. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> So, moving topics here, because the only other free agent that I can think of to talk about would be Kevin Huber, and I think we can both agree that we want our punter back. Yes. He's a hometown boy. He went to what, McNick, correct? He, I know went, he went to, to Cincinnati. I know he went to UC. I think he went to McNick. 
and uh, we we want our hometown boy back. Yeah, I don't know where he went. In any case, those are the only free agents that uh, I'm concerned of at this time. So moving on, spring training. What do you got? So for spring training, um, again, haven't been following it too much. Found out that two of our pitchers are probably injured already. That's Anthony DeSclafani and Brandon Finnegan. Finnegan. I like that guy. Anthony DeSclafani. Yeah. Uh, let's just call him Disco, Ed. Disco. I can get down with that because I can't say his name. But no, I heard they both got injured this weekend, which is not good, but is totally a Cincinnati thing to do. Well, um, Homer Bailey somehow still has not been injured yet, so we're all kind of scratching our heads at how that's going to go. We got next month. Uh, Disco, actually, uh, he did end up having an oblique injury, which is the same type of injury that he had last year that took him out of most of the season last year. And... uh, Finnegan actually had a muscle strain. So with that all being said, my question to you is, who's running the strength and training of these players, of these pitchers especially? Because last year, all season long, we had injury issues. I mean, Homer Bailey had bone spurs in his elbow going into the season last year. Why was that not diagnosed before we even got to spring training? What kind of clown show are we running here as far as these strength and conditioning coaches go. It's not like the one at UC. They're not wearing special goggles and stuff, but, I mean, I don't have a clue. Like, it seems like they're healthy all year or all off-season, and then as soon as they come into spring training, it's, hey, I got these injuries, and... Everything goes to hell in a handbasket. Every time. So... I don't know. I mean, I feel like that starts somewhere between the head coach, the GM, the owners. What do you got going on here? Some Somebody needs to be held accountable for all of these injuries. I believe it was Matt Latos who said that uh, he questioned this uh, strengthening and health team that got there with the Reds, but then a couple of the Reds came out and said, no, he just wasn't telling them of injuries. Well, I mean, when you got a player like Bronson Arroyo, who I feel like was here forever, who I don't know that he missed a start while he was here, and now all of a sudden all these young kids coming up, I mean, is it something going on in even, you know, before they get here? Is it something going on in AAA? Something going on in AA? Is it something here in the bigs? But I feel like there these types of questions need to be answered of the strength and training that we have going on here in Cincinnati, because... To me, just to have these types of injuries happening to the same position over and over again, and it's not even strain on the shoulder, like Tommy John type situation where you know it's from the same pitching or something like that. It's, it's literally like other parts of the body that shouldn't be affected by pitching quite the same way that the shoulder would be. I, I just got to feel like that somebody needs to be answering these types of questions. Somebody does need to answer those, and it's not me. That's That's... Let's just make sure that you find the pitchforks quicker than you found how to install these microphones. That way we can all rally together. That only took 15 minutes to bring up. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, one thing that we wanted to do today is we wanted to play a quick game here. And we're going to call it Friendly Fire. This is going to be the first segment that Ed and I kind of 
go one-on-one, head-to-head. How this is going to work is we've each compiled a list of roughly 10 questions, and it's supposed to go pretty quick, back and forth, and we're going to see what the other person thinks of uh, some situational questions here. You want to go first? Uh, it's up to you, Bob. I'll go first. Uh, the first one I had was Cincinnati pitching. Let's skip that. U.S. Bank Arena. I lost Reno- my mind on Cincinnati pitching. Yes. Uh, how about U.S. Bank Arena renovations? I need, I need them to blow the whole place up and start from the bottom. And that's what they want to do. It needs to be gutted at the very least and then scraped on the outside until all that's left is just sticks and just start all the way over. It's an eyesore to begin with. I don't know the last time I stepped foot in there because it's gross, man. Like, just walking around is just gross. I took way too long on that question. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's all right. You got me amped up on that stupid It's all right, man. Hey, the next one, uh, J.P. McCura. J.P. McCura. I'm not going to say what I want to say. Let's just say he's a punk. That's about the most PG way I can say it. Fair. All right, I'm going to give you one. AJ McCarron, are you happy to see him go or sad to see him leave? I'm happy to see him go. He needs to go play on a team. I think he did pretty good in the playoffs for us. What was it, two years ago? Uh, I think he needs a chance somewhere. Ed's ready to see you spread your wings, butterfly. <laughs> and prepare to fly. <laughs> Hit me with one. Right, carry reference. I mean, all right, that's fine. Uh, your first roller girls match. Oh man, roller girls. Roller girls was something else, man. I, first off, I didn't know it was flat rink. There are so many rules. I didn't understand what the hell was going on half the time. Um, I felt overdressed in a button down and jeans, and that was even weirder because I was on Xavier's campus where I already felt uncomfortable. Is that I had, big X? I had no idea they let hillbillies onto that campus. <laughs> it was crazy. Would I go again? Absolutely. Beers were cheap. There was a lot of fun to be had. It was family friendly. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a good time. So same question I asked you. Zach Cozart, happy to see him go or sad to see him leave? No, I'm sad to see him leave. I was really hoping we prayed that donkey out a lot this year. Um, he got, right? He got good <laughs> friends with Joey. Um, I did see yesterday on Twitter that the Athletic was reporting that Cozart um, was trashing the team. His wife. Yeah, Cozart's wife. And so she said, no, get your story straight. And I said, yeah, you got a donkey. I mean, if nothing else in his time here, he did get a donkey out of it. And an all-star. Game. I feel like there's a joke somewhere in there about somebody making an ass of themselves. But I don't know who it would be. Probably me. Or his wife. (laughs) (laughs) so uh graders skyline la rosa's or montgomery inn you only get one and the rest go out of business forever along with their recipes why would you do that which one do you keep i gotta keep skyline yeah yeah we got um eli's for my ribs uh udf for my ice cream i'm i'm going yeah i'm going skyline all right and i hate gold star what about Shout out to Christina. What about the pizza? What was the pizza option? The roses, man. Ooh. Yeah, I'm sticking with Scotland. Yeah, they go. Yep. 
Uh, how about you? Um, FC Cincinnati Stadium. It needs to be on this side of the river. I feel like I want other people there that are wearing shirts. I want other people there wearing shoes. <laughs> and I feel like you lose some of that demographic if you go over the river to Kentucky. What are you saying about our friends in Kentucky? I'm saying the whole no shoes, no shirt, no service policy goes out the window. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The Bailey will make them wear shirts and shoes. It's literally called Football Club Cincinnati. It's not called Football Club Newport. But you get a nice view of Cincinnati in the background. Okay. All right. You can, you can drive down 71, 75, rather, through the cut in the hill and see that same skyline anytime you want when you're traveling to get out of Kentucky and get into the city. Fair. Fair enough. All right, man. So, which great would you rather have going into the tournament? Kmart, Fortson, SK, or Gary Clark? I can't keep Gary Clark. No, he's a problem. (laughs) He's a problem. He is a problem. I love Gary Clark. He's become one of my new favorite players since uh, Kenyon. And I'm a huge Kenyon fan. Um, He retweeted me once. That was awesome. So I think I'm going to have to go with Kenyon. I mean, I love Gary. Gary's a great player. He's a great human. There's some great stories that came out about him this year. But Kenyon deserves that championship, and Gary can go win one in the NBA. I'm still not sure that I was in eighth grade. I remember exactly where I was. Eighth grade social studies class. High school. Mr. Wyatt, middle school. I was in high school. When Kenya Martin broke his leg? Yeah, it was high school. No. Freshman year. Get Mine. out of here. No, it was my freshman year. I remember it. I was in, um, I can't remember his name, but it was social studies. I had my headphones plugged in, and then he broke his leg. I went downstairs to the band room, last spell. Christy Back was there, and... Her name's Chrissy. That's what I said. Chrissy. You said Christy. Did I? My boss's name is Christy, so that's what I did. <laughs> um, pardon the punctuation. Um, but yeah, no, I remember it. it was high school. All right. Well, I don't remember it. I, apparently, I drank too much. Okay. Um, you. Uh, how about Gary? Oh, sorry, Joey Votto. Joey Votto. The guy wants to win two championships while he's here. Just came out and said it right before spring training starts, and I couldn't ask for a more. Humble player being as great as he is, I still don't understand why he doesn't have more MVP trophies. I mean, the guy beats the hell out of the ball all the time. He's added power to his game now, more so than he has in the past. Chicks dig the long ball. And I don't know. I mean, he's a great player to have on this team. I know he's an expensive player to have on this team, which seems like it should be a commodity. But if you're trying to teach these players how to be a professional, how to be a craftsman in this game, there's not a better player that you could try and be learning those things from. Plus, I love his attitude. I, mean, I think that's all wrapped When he up. blows up on people. That's good stuff. <laughs> oh, when he gets angry? Yeah. Angry Votto. I did double check. Uh, Kenyon graduated in 2000. So high school. Yeah. Yeah. You win. I drink too much. It's all right. All right. Devin Mazzarocco, is he ever going to be a full-time starting catcher again? Devin's right up there on the wall. Um, I hope he is. He has that same fire that Vodi, Vodi, Vado has. 
this is how it's going to work. He has that same fire that Votto has. He is aggressive. He's a great catcher. He's a good person. Um, he wants to play. He's but, but those hips don't lie. Yeah, and that's going to be an issue. But he wants to play, and he you got to let him. I think you're going to end up seeing him play a different position here before long. It's he's maybe a year or two away from being a, a catcher again. Where do you, where do you see him? He's going to have to be his his glove's not great in the outfield. They've tried that experiment. He's going to end up having to be at first base, and if he can still spot catch, that's not a terrible problem to have. But right now, I can't think of anybody that we have as a backup first baseman, so that's also not a terrible problem to have. That's a good point. Am I up? Yep. All right. Um, Your thoughts on Gary Clark. Gary Clark. So I know we're going to get into our last segment where we talk quite a bit more about UC at length. But Gary Clark, I mean, what can you not say about the guy? The guy's been the type of player that you want your kids to look up to. I hope that he can jump into the NBA. I'd like to see him solidify at least a, a role player spot somewhere in the NBA. I know it's not really worked out for SK the way that any of us wanted, but he's still out there working for it, playing for Milwaukee right now. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not ready to see him done playing at this point, but I'm really excited to see how this tournament goes because I think that they can make some noise here this year. Yeah, they're going to be huge this year. So, Pac-Man. Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man. It's, it's funny you mentioned him. Do you um, want to re-sign him or let him walk? Hmm. From what I'm hearing, he's walking. Peace. Um, okay. Peace. He's a fixture here on the east side. He's always driving up and down Beachmont. I don't doubt that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we had too many problems. Too many problems and... It's always been sorry, and he, he in the last couple of years he just hasn't been healthy. Um, so I think it's time to let him go and start looking at new ones. I think as you're bringing younger players into the fold and they're looking up to certain people, I don't see somebody in Pac-Man at this point in time that I want younger players looking up to. I'd almost rather they carved their own name out for themselves than Pac-Man taking them under wing. So that's. Uh, Pac-Man, thanks for your time here. That You made some outstanding plays. You've lost the step. And out of the corners that we have right now, where is he? Number four? All right. We'll see you later. He's never going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> You're up. Oh, I am. Um, Skyliner Gold Star. Oh, that's without a doubt Skyline. Of course. The cheese is better. The chili is better. The crackers are better. The crackers were better. I don't know how I feel like... they. Why did they change the cracker recipe? Why did they change the cracker recipe? I, I don't notice it. It's different. But I do have some in my car right now that I might eat it on the way home. Hey, fair enough. Just the crackers anyway. Fair enough. Alright, so... Who do you want, Nevada or Texas? Because that's what it's going to be in the second round. Oh, for UC, um, Nevada. Yeah, yeah. I don't see um, I don't see us matching up well against Texas, so I'd rather take Nevada and um, and roll on from there. I think we're at a sweet sweet sixteen. All right. Well, I'm not trying to put the cart before the horse. 
Um, are you more excited about Reds playing regular season ball, the NFL draft, or the NBA playoffs? Because obviously, we all know we're both more excited about the NCAA tournament that's about to start this weekend. Yeah, um, I think I'm more excited about the NBA playoffs. Uh, the Reds play 162 games. They do. Yeah, 162. And, and I have watched five NBA games this year. So, what about the NFL draft? Are you more excited about the NBA playoffs than the NFL draft? I got invited to the NFL draft today. Oh, like to be there in person? A friend of mine um, won four tickets. Is it back in New York this year? No, I think it's in Texas. All right, so they're just moving around every year. Yeah, and I can't, I can't cool. make that trip. But I'm just not excited about the draft this year. Texas forever, Ed. Texas Forever Street. <laughs> Just two guys drinking beer, fixing cars, <laughs> living the life here in Texas. So I got two more questions for you. I don't know. How many you got left? I have one. All right. So Chris Sims says Andy Dalton is the 25th best overall quarterback in the NFL right before this draft. So do you think he's higher, lower, or just right at 25? I think he's a good quarterback. I He needs some more weapons. I think we have an uh, offensive coach this year. Um, can't remember his name. Laser? Yes. Yeah. So I We had I think, him last year also. Right. But what I'm saying is I think we have him for a full year this year. He'll get to install um, his own playbook. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And I'm hoping for good things. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and be the Cincinnati fan and... Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Well, I'm going to go a different direction, and I'm going to say that with Andy Dalton coming in this year, we have new quarterbacks coach who happens to be Aaron Rodgers' old coach. Right. We also have a new... Wasn't happy about that. No, Aaron Rodgers was pissed. He was upset. So we also have a new wide receivers coach who was the Eagles' old coach, and took them to the Super Bowl. You had a lot of different pieces out there. It was Island and Misfit Toys. The and, Eagles. And then we also have an offensive line coach, which was the biggest problem last year, why Andy couldn't stand up in the pocket. He was on his ass all the time. So I think a lot is going to be different with the different pieces that we've installed just in coaches, plus, to your point, the offensive coordinator. And we got to get a line. We, I mean, we've already started to add to the line. So, you know, they make a couple moves here. Maybe you see a Billy Price addition late in the first round, early in the second round. For those of you who don't know, he's a center from Ohio State. Because everyone's over Russell Bodine. Everyone's over Ohio State. That's fine. Yeah. Um, This is going to be a good one. Old school flag football return. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about asking you something about uh, recreational sports. If you're going to continue to do yeah. some or not. Um, I think that my flag football days, unfortunately, are behind me. And it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. Um, you know, some some people here at this table got to actually sack an NFL quarterback in flag football. He was a practice quarterback. It doesn't matter. He played for an NFL squad. Fair. Um, beyond that, though, uh, maybe getting to some uh, some rec softball again. It's been a couple of years since I did that. Um, been in the gym trying to get my broken collarbone back up to speed. So, how'd you break that collarbone again? I don't talk about it. Okay, 
It was kickball. Yep. So there's that. Hey, Ian. Kickball. Yeah. Thanks. Um, my last question for you. So, are you so effing excited that we're finally doing this? Yes. I thought it wasn't going to happen when I couldn't get these microphones to work. I was. I, we were going to just use one microphone. The lapel pins was, didn't work. It was like the pastor mics, but not the cool headset ones. The ones that they clip onto the... Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were not. Ugh. But they'll work fine when we're driving in the car. But we, uh... We just gotta get the headphone thing going on, and I think we're ready to rock. Yeah, we're uh, we're finally doing this. Well, then, in, uh, maybe we can clean up this basement, and we can uh, it'll look better. All right. So for our final segment, we did want to talk about the most pressing thing this week, which is UC Bearcats basketball. Ed, what are your thoughts on this entire season? Because it's been a roller coaster of a season. I didn't think coming into this season that I would be excited as this season this season as I was for last season. Last season you and I both had the uh, five pack tickets made it to uh, a bunch of games had a great time the Gary Clark uh, alley-oop on the drive from Copane still runs in my head. I loved it beating Xavier last year at home for the last time. Let's say that one more time. What? Beating Xavier at home for the last time in Fifth Third Arena and making JP McCurra look like a baby was amazing. But this year has completely gone above my expectations. Well, I mean, we can start here. Mick Cronin, coach of the year. I didn't see that coming. You could have asked me at the beginning of the season. You could have put him in a final spot of five, a final spot of three. I would have never guessed that he would be voted as the best coach in the land this year. Well, I mean, it was Sporting News best coach of the year, but it's a national accolade. It, it absolutely we're not is. used to getting those. Absolutely. And, you know, as much crap as one people want to give Mick for his attitude and his fieriness and, you know, whatever they want to call him. He gets his boys to play. You know, oddly enough, those same people who are upset with that fire in this city are the same people who are upset with Marvin Lewis and his lack of. So I need people to either they need to figure it out, man. Pick one. You, you can't you can't play both sides. Marvin Lewis is not energized. He always does that clap thing. Clap, clap, <laughs> clap. Let's go, boys. All right, we're gonna yeah. get a first down. You know what I mean? It's it's just. I don't know. I love the fire, and he, he does to get those boys to play. He pulled a kid away from UCLA um, for, you know, he, the kid was deciding for schools coming in. He's going to be a freshman. Um, we, we pulled a kid away from UCLA. I mean, Kyle Washington, we pulled him away from NC State. Yep. Kane Broom, we pulled him away from uh, not. He was going to go to St. John's. Well, I mean, we pulled him away from St. John's, but he was at Sacred Heart. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're – we got a lot of good things going here, and I believe he's one of seven coaches right now that's been to the tournament, or one of five coaches has been to the tournament in the last seven years. Something crazy. I got to check out that stat for next time, but yeah, there's not many coaches who have had the success that he's had recently. I think it's eight teens. It's unreal, is what it is. Yeah, what, yeah. especially from where Mick Crony took this program when um, Andy Kennedy, yeah, was kicked off. They turned off the microphone on when he was trying to, in the very last game, thank fans and everything. Um, but where he's took this program, and look, I'm a huge Bob Huggins fan. 
again, I can't talk. I'm a huge Bob Huggins fan, um, but, you know, it's time to look past that. And Mick is, he's hes making big things. It's, it's really exciting to watch, especially when you see us grab the first regular season and tournament championships. When was the last time we got a double banner? It's been a very long time since we got a double banner. I want to say it was 2002. It's been a very long time. But I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm not either. Either way, longer than either of us can remember, which is you know definitely different than some of these teams right down the road in Kentucky and you know some of these other schools that are around locally. Kentucky not looking good this year? No. Um, it's great. I wish we could have played them this year in the tournament. Unlike last, what, two years ago? There is that opportunity if both of us emerge. They're in the same bracket up top. I'm not going to reach that far. Yeah, I don't think their fans are either. But look at the talent we have coming back. I mean, I hope Evans comes back. They're saying he could go to the NBA draft. We're all going to miss Clark. We're all going to miss Clark. Um, But you got Jaron, a humble Jaron at this point. Jaron... I was worried about him at the beginning of the season, um, but he came back around. And that boy, he's not afraid to throw his body out there. No. He will take it to the hole. He will throw his body around, and you can't you can't hate something like that. We are losing Kyle Washington. Yeah. Um, Nasir Brooks could step in that role. He's been doing very well in he, the limited minutes that he's been playing. And um, who was the guy we redshirted? more. No, I can't think of his name right now. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't. Uh, but it's going to be Kane Broom's offense next year, too. You know? Well, Jennifer would be there, too. I think that I think Broom's going to end up taking the rock. And it's going to be Broom and Jaron running your guards. Fair. If Evans comes back, great. If not, Broom's shown you that he'll step up when just, just against... Uh, a, who was it? Not Houston, but the game before. Wichita State. No, not that one either. In the tournament. Oh, in the tournament. Um, SMU. Yep. No. I can't remember. Where you, you had, I think, seven minutes left in the game, and neither of the guards had scored. Neither uh, Cumberland nor Evans had scored at that point in time, and... Broom took over. Got it to the Bigs. The Bigs also took over. Would you say he swept it? Oh, no. It was Memphis. Oh, no. It was Memphis. You're right. Speaking of which, Penny Hardaway? Taking over for Tubby? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, He's coaching high school right now. It's not going to It's not gonna affect us one way or the other. I don't it's think. not going Hopefully to. we're out of this conference before he's got his feet under him in any case um, no I mean I'm definitely excited to see how this matchup against Georgia State goes 2 o'clock on Friday I know I'm taking a half day off because I'm going to need to have a couple adult beverages in me to celebrate my team into victory and into St. Patrick's Day speaking of adult beverages go on I have some yeah this is our favorite segment it's the last segment and this is called what's in Ed's fridge so what we're going to do is we're going to sample a couple beers. We're going to tell you what we think about them. And uh, that's how we're going to end the show every week. Unless you guys hate it. 
Yeah, unless you hate it, but then we'll probably still drink beers. <laughs> so I have a Grater's Raspberry Chocolate Chip. All right. I have a Moorliner Strawberry Pig. What else do I have? I think that's two beers, Ed. Okay, I didn't know if you wanted choices. So what I'm going to try is this Broxton Raspberry Black Raspberry Chocolate Chip Milk Stout. It's the handcrafted batch. It's last year's batch. All right. Well, that probably had an expiration date somewhere. It's alcohol. So, yeah, I don't know how many of you tried this. Braxton is a... Braxton, I'm sorry. Is a local brewery, and they do make a Grater's beer, which is exactly what this is. That was a good sound effect. <laughs> So I wanted it to be more black raspberry, less chocolate. This year's batch tastes more like raspberry. So this review is a year old. <laughs> Sorry. It's a, it's a year overdue. But uh, it's a filling beer. It's got a good taste, I think. It's pretty good for a porter. I don't I don't hate it. It's a porter, right? But I, I, again, I wanted it to be a little bit more black raspberry and a little less chocolate I'm going with the strawberry pig from Christian Moyliner uh, cream ale I don't remember who to, who told me to try this one but I'll give it a shot that's a summertime beer it looks like a summertime beer as there's a sun and strawberries all over I feel like um, I could drink this beer after I cut the grass in my jorts I'm sad that you just said the word jorts. I have them. I don't doubt that. Um, but I could enjoy this beer, actually. That makes, finish it. that makes one of us that has jorts. That's, that's good stuff. Only one of us. All right. Well, I think, um, I think that's all we had for today. Listen, we're really glad that you decided to give us a chance and decided to listen to what we had to say. Like I said, if you could, it would help us out a lot for you to leave comments somewhere on our Facebook page for what you liked, what you didn't like, how we can improve, um, just anything that you can do to, to help us out. And like I said, we, we look forward to growing together with you. Yeah, and if you're not a friend on us on uh, Facebook already, um, it's Pardon the Punctuation. Um, has our faces on the front. We'll try to find a better picture. Um, it's a work in progress. Yeah, you can send us a message, and uh, if I get a Twitter set up, I'll stick that on there as well. All right. Well, for our inaugural show, again, we thank you for being a part of our lives, a part of our ideas, a part of our thoughts, part of whatever the hell this just was. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back here. All right. Y'all have a good one. Y'all. <laughs> and down goes Savior.